The rise of cryptocurrencies is a high-tech cry for help against uh, the unstable monies that we've had for decades from all governments around the world. Blockchain technology is fantastic for the individual. You'll own your information again. You're listening to Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future with Naomi Brockwell. I'm here with the one and only Steve Forbes, who is the editor-in-chief of Forbes magazine and former presidential candidate as well. I wish that you had been voted in. Um, And we're going to be talking, we're here at Freedom Fest, we're going to be talking about sound money and Bitcoin. So thanks so much for chatting with me. Good to be with you. Thank you, Naomi. You're a huge proponent of sound money and the gold standard. Why is that? Uh, Because money should be a measurement, the way a ruler measures space, a scale measures weight, a clock measures time, money measures value. uh, So it makes it easier to buy and sell with each other, Uh, buy and sell with people we've never seen before, total strangers. It's based on trust. You know, you check a code in a restaurant, you get a worthless piece of plastic or paper in return, but you trust that token will get your coat back, you buy a ticket to an event, or whether it's a piece of paper or a few ellipses or barcodes on your handheld, you trust that it's going to get you, even though it has no intrinsic value, something in return. So money measures value. And when money does not measure value accurately, it's like a virus in a computer corrupts the information. You assume, for example, if a price of, say, oil is going up, it must mean oil is getting more valuable, oil is getting rarer. But twice, first in the 70s, 1970s, and the early part of the last decade, it was a weakening dollar. But people thought the price is going up, massive investments in, same thing with houses. When you you start to have unstable money, people don't invest in the things unseen, you know, investing in new companies, new factories, new services, but they start investing in existing things or things they already know. House is a consumer item, very expensive, but a consumer item, not a new uh, productive asset, unless you're going to rent it out. But uh, so uh, housing prices went up. People thought, well, that must mean there are not enough houses. No, it was a corruption of the currency. So if you want prosperity, if you want people who have very little in life to have a chance to uh, better their lives, find jobs that meet their particular talents, then you need stable money. And when you have stable money, you get growth and prosperity and innovation. If you don't have stable money, you get stagnation. Look at Argentina, look at Brazil, look at Zimbabwe. Uh, Fooling around with money uh, hurts people, it uh, corrupts society, and leads to political instability. I like what you said about the price mechanism in oil, thinking, oh, oil must be getting more valuable. I think that way whenever I buy Bitcoin. I think, you know, I'm not buying Bitcoin. I'm actually shorting the US dollar. So what do you think about the advent of cryptocurrency and blockchain technology? And do you think that this is a good thing for society? The rise of cryptocurrencies comes from, uh, it's a high-tech cry for help against uh, the unstable monies that we've had for decades from all governments around the world. It's only a matter of degree. The only ones who've kept the value is the Swiss franc, uh, which it has for 100 years. So it was high-tech cry, but they haven't done it right yet. The very fact that Bitcoin is all over the place, steak one day, dog food the next, uh, shows they're not there. But the thing to keep in mind is there are between one to 2,000 outfits out there trying to come up with a find a way to get a stable cryptocurrency. 
So with that kind of brain power, it eventually will be done. And in the meantime, blockchain technology, as George Gilder and uh, some others are pointing out, uh, is fantastic for the individual. You'll own your information again. You don't have to decree it as the Europeans typically try to do. It's going to happen because it's uh, spread over numerous sources. And so right now, in terms of security, you're told to change your password six times a day, put in 50 characters, 20 in hieroglyphics, and this uh, vain attempt to uh, try to get uh, security. Blockchain's going to change that. Blockchain's going to radically change the payment systems, uh, make it seamless instead of the tens, hundreds of billions we spend today transferring uh, money from one source to another, especially outside of borders. So... Uh, Right now, the thing to keep in mind on new things, whether it's blockchain or cryptocurrencies, is they always have a very messy start. It's like a wailing baby that's always, you know, changing diapers all the time. It never emerges full scale. It goes through uh, often painful evolution, but eventually it clicks. We had hundreds of automobile manufacturers, hundreds of companies trying to make personal computers in the early 80s. Uh, we had the high-tech bust in 2000. Uh, that's just part of the evolution. So I expect numerous scandals on, on uh, some of these cryptocurrencies, uh, break-ins, uh, hackers finding ways around because these things, some of them haven't been put together right. I expect smelly things happening. But I think you have to keep your eye on the big thing. I'll just give you one example in terms of technology being messy at the beginning. Uh, I was looking at a documentary the other day, World War I, 100 years ago. Uh, when the tank first came along, uh, the Germans came from the Brits. And the Germans said, oh my God, we've got to do a crash program, make this thing. And then they realized the British tanks always broke down. They got stuck in the ditches. They were very slow, very easy to take their tanks and the French tanks out of action. So the Germans said, why put scarce resources in? Only, only two years later, they realized, uh-oh because the tanks improved, the technology improved. And uh, sadly, they did not make that mistake, the Germans in World War II. But initially, it looked like a big flop. But these things take time to evolve. Absolutely, and uh, soon people will not be laughing at cryptocurrency. You saw in the early days, that's all the media did. You know, what is this play money? What is this magical internet money? Um, it's ridiculous, people should not be wasting their money. And as we've evolved, people aren't saying that anymore. Well, they're going to still make uh, criticize the fact that uh, Bitcoin has had a roller coaster ride, and some of these others have not worked very well. There are some silly, silly people out there who don't have the foresight that you do, and are seeing the future and seeing the potential that this new technology has unlocked. Well, and uh, eventually, uh, one of them is going to get it right in terms of a stable currency that is easy to use. Uh, you take Kenya; they're using digital currency there, handhelds. Whoever thought Kenya would be at the forefront of uh, digital uh, currencies, uh, but they uh, have. And uh, you can make deposits, withdrawals. So you're going to see the same thing eventually evolve with cryptocurrencies. And that's going to force the governments to get their act together. They'll try to destroy it with regulation. Uh, ICOs will try to be destroyed by the uh, Securities and Exchange Commission. They'll try to crush these things. But I think uh, ultimately, entrepreneurship will triumph and overwhelm the uh, regulatory state. Mm -hmm. And what role do you see government having with cryptocurrency? Do you think it should be regulated? Uh, do you think they should just stay out of it? 
Well, ideally, they should uh, let the thing evolve like uh, we wisely did with the Internet. One of the things we did right for a while with the Internet in the 90s was actually passing a federal law saying no more taxes on the Internet, uh, which enabled the thing to uh, evolve and grow. And in terms of cryptocurrencies, I think the law is on the books against fraud and uh, misrepresentation. So there's plenty of rules there to deal with uh, those who are not on the up and up. Uh, but uh, otherwise, uh, just uh, the warning, caveat emptor. Uh, a lot of these things aren't going to work. And that's why uh, venture capitalists will always warn investors. Most of the stuff we invest in ain't going to work. We hope to hit a home run, but most of the time we're going to strike out. And as you mentioned, there are so many cryptocurrencies out there competing, and that's personally what I like. I like seeing competing currencies. I don't like that for so long we just had a government monopoly on the money supply and one money to choose from, because it was a terrible choice. Are you optimistic about the future and the fact that we now have competing currencies? I think one of the things uh, that uh, advocates of cryptocurrencies have to learn is what makes money useful. What makes it valuable? It's trust. And one of the mistakes I think uh, Bitcoin made was putting a restriction on the supply. It's not restricting supply. It's understanding if you create demand, the supply will grow. If you look at the supply of Swiss francs in the world and then look at the Swiss economy, you'd say, oh my God, this is Zimbabwe in the mountains in Europe. No, because the Swiss are seen as knowing how to create a stable currency. It's desired all around the world. It's the fifth most popular currency in a country with just a few million people because people trust it. So in terms of the cryptocurrencies, you have to figure out how do you make this thing easy to use, reliable and trustworthy to write long-term contracts. If you had done Bitcoin, uh, mortgage and Bitcoins five years ago, say for $250,000, you'd owe about $14 million today. Uh, they've got to come up with a way to make it stable that people can trust. That's what Isaac Newton did when he tied the pound to a specific measure of gold in 1717. Lasted for over 200 years. Britain became the premier economy in the world. We followed suit. We became the premier economy in the world. Uh, when people can trust that they can make investments in the future and be repaid, in a, in, a, in a currency that's not going to lose value and add enormously to the risks, uh, you will see a, a golden age of prosperity and innovation. I agree, and I do see in the future a golden age approaching. I'm, I'm very optimistic. Um, I, I, I think you're right that volatility is a huge issue with Bitcoin. But one thing that it did get right that people could trust is that governments and central uh, banks couldn't take your money away from you. They couldn't seize your assets. So that's why people got into Bitcoin. And uh, for that reason, even though it fluctuates a lot at the moment, I think it still is valuable uh, to a certain demographic of people. Um, do you think that that's a step forward in terms of financial autonomy? I think the competition will come up uh, with uh, alternatives to Bitcoin uh, that uh, people will go to. And when we think, when you would say the words competing currencies until recent times, people would say, oh my God, am I going to have to carry around 10 different versions of the dollar, 50 different versions of the $20 bill, 100 different versions of the pound? No, uh, thanks to technology, it's as easy as uh, using uh, coupons or a credit card. And uh, so you could do it day to day. Today I'm going to use Macy dollars, tomorrow I'm going to use uh, U.S. Steel dollars. 
and uh, it'll be seamless. Uh, it won't be the kind of thing where uh, just utterly inefficient. Technology will make it a fairly simple thing if that's the way you wish to go. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. This has been absolutely wonderful. And as I said before, I wish that you would run for president again because I think, uh, I think you would be great. Well, thank you, Naomi, but uh, I'll be an agitator like you now. <laughs> for extra material and any links mentioned in this podcast, please visit naomibrockwell.com. If you'd like to watch the video version, please visit Naomi Brockwell TV on YouTube, BitChute or DTube. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Bitcoin, Blockchain and the Technologies of Our Future.